Good morning. This is Jaffe Lee, Public Information Officer and Preparedness Planner for the Florida Department of Health, and this is Flagler Health Matters. As we enter into the new season and the weather becomes cooler, the cold weather shelter, the only shelter in Flagler County, goes into action. When the temperature dips down to lower than 40 degrees, the shelter opens their doors. Flagler County Family Assist Center, Inc., a.k.a. The Sheltering Tree, is a nonprofit organization operating in Flagler County since around 2008 when Carla Traster saw a man sleeping in the breezeway of the church and thought he would be warm if only he was inside. When Carla left, she passed the torch to Sue Bickings in 2018, and Sue is with us today. So... Sue, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Sue, you and I have worked together partnering and helping, but you have mainly been steering the boat at the Cold Weather Shelter, which is at the Church on the Rock, since 2018. I have been. Mm -hmm. And there is a new name to the Church on the Rock. Oh. Um, It is called the Rock Transformation Center. Okay. Okay. is there any other changes involved with that? I, I don't think so. Just they did the name change. I'm not sure why, but okay. uh, it's the Rock Transformation Center. Still got rock in it. Okay, good. <laughs> That's pretty much what everybody knows when they um, think about where to go when the weather gets mm-hmm. colder. Um, and we're here to have a conversation. This is the only shelter that's available to people that need warmth when it gets cold. The Flagler County uh, Family Assist Center is operating in Benel on Tuesdays. And the first question that I have for you, Sue, is what happens on Tuesdays when you're there working? Oh, that's a great question. Tuesday is something that Carla and I started back in 2016. And we uh, we saw that people would come to the church in need. But if we weren't there, they didn't get any help. Mm-hmm. So we said, why don't we open an office? Mm-hmm. And we said, we'll do an office on uh, one day a week, because yeah. we're volunteers, one day a week, and we'll see what happens. Well, we didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. But we were there. We had um, some uh, donor money to fund things that people needed. I think the first person we helped there was a guy who needed work boots Hmm. for a job. Uh And um, we were able to purchase the work boots, and he was happy to go off with work boots and and work. Uh, On Tuesdays today, um, we've been doing this for, well, since 2016, Um, we have uh, lots of volunteers who come in. And we have agencies that come in and sit with us, too, um, in the fellowship hall at the Methodist Church in Bunnell. We have have volunteers who help with a lunch. Mm -hmm. We serve a lunch because mainly we want to keep people in there to visit and and just relax a little bit indoors. If they're living outdoors, they can come inside and and have a sandwich, a light lunch on Tuesdays. We um, have a person, a tech person, um, Ellen, who does our uh, computer work. So if you need SNAP benefits, you need to uh, look, check on your disability or anything on the computer, you go right to Ellen. Mm. <laughs> you bypass me, but you go to, uh-huh. you go to Ellen. Uh, we have people who come who are in need. Some of those people are people who live on the street. And some of those people are people who are struggling to pay their bills right now um, due to 
certain circumstances that have occurred and and we all know that how things have gone up in the mm-hmm. in the county in the country and people um need help with utilities mm-hmm. um, we do uh, utility help we help with uh, prescriptions um, for people who can't afford uh, prescriptions we'll help on, on a short-term basis for that um we uh do a bike ministry, and that is, um, of course, the bike men of Flagler County are with us um, two Tuesdays a month. They're there on the first and the third Monday or Tuesday, and they do mostly bike repair on those days for people who are, if you're living outdoors or living um, without a car and you have a bike, your bike's going to need repair. Yeah, at some point it's going to need repair, and so they know to come. And um, Joe works on the bikes. He takes the bikes back to his shop and fixes them, brings them back. Um, and we have bikes in the office every Tuesday. We, we give out um, bikes uh, every week. And um, because of a, um, a grant that we received from Mount Calvary Baptist Church called Tithe It Forward, we give everyone who gets a bike a uh, bike lock and bike lights because we want people to be safe on the road, especially as it's getting darker now. So um, we're making sure that people get those extra things. Uh, we have um, we have some tents and tarps and backpacks, uh, sleeping bags, those kinds of things. But they're they're not actually going out every week. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who come for utility assistance, um, people who need an ID. Uh, will come. We write a check to um, the tax collector. They get their picture taken, get the uh, Florida ID, and then come back, give us back the receipt because our treasurer likes to have receipts mm-hmm. for the things that we do. Um, it's always different. Every every Tuesday is different. Um, Flagler Oars has been with us um, recently regularly. Mm-hmm. Every every Tuesday they have a table set up. Um, a couple other agencies are starting to come in so that they can be there for people too. Uh, it's just uh, a really good feeling of the volunteers who come in. Of course, I didn't talk about the clothing. We have a clothing room. Mm-hmm. Um, some people who um, need clothing um, will get that from our, our clothing room. Um, I think I think maybe I've talked about most. Just so many different things. It's a happening place. I've pulled in there on a Tuesday to drop something off, and and, and you're right. There's a multitude of different services that are being provided. And, you know, you mentioned volunteers. This is a fully volunteer-ran organization, and Joe the bike guy, right? His name's Joe. Joe the bike man. Yep, Joe the bike man. Um, He is there uh, fixing bikes, which... You know, that's a, a very needed skill. Sometimes bikes, you know, some people will just go out and buy a new bike, but that's not always possible. It can just take a quick fix, but it takes somebody that knows how to do that quick fix. So that's a real needed service. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then the the idea of having the ability to uh, have the grant for the lights and for safety yeah. aspects for the bike, yes. that's new. That's great. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. And we, we do um, emergency food bags. Now, emergency food bags are for people who um, – who live on the street. They're what we call food for today. Mm-hmm. So they have a protein in there. They'll have a bottle of Gatorade and a bottle of water, um, a snack, a couple of snacks, and maybe a little fruit kind of cup thing. But it's just food for today. It's not for mm-hmm. – it's just what you can take with you yeah. um, on the road. 
and this program has really just maintained itself in this way for quite a while. Steady volunteers, all the same services. You know, you've had the same um, client base for a long time, which I wanted to talk about that. There is a website that's very up to date with all the information that anyone would need, www.flaglersheltering.com. And it talks on there about chronically homeless, newly homeless, and nearly homeless. These different categories that people can move in and out of, be stuck in. I think it's important to um, talk about that because when we think of a shelter or a homeless shelter, people may think it's a person that they see on the side of the street. And it's not always those situations, from my experience, the people that I've seen come through the doors of the cold weather shelter. Yes, the, the cold weather shelter um, is, is a little a little different than the Tuesday one because on Tuesday we have people who drive up in cars, yes. who, people who come in um, with the utility bill um, because of uh, circumstances. And I'd like to say at this point, when we do fund those kinds of things, we are not social workers. Yeah, We are volunteers. So we are very um, mindful of the funds that the donations that we get from Flagler County residents, mm-hmm. we spend those carefully, mm-hmm. um, and we, we help you with your utility. But that will be once a year, and it it won't be more than one hundred and fifty dollars towards your utility. Which in some cases people run up quite large utility bills because they're paying different rent than they were a year ago. Yeah, that's right. So, mm-hmm. um, and not to get the two confused because you're right. There is. There's the family assistance right. on Tuesday, Tuesday, and then the cold weather shelter, which is a totally different aspect of what it is that you're doing. It, it is. And the cold weather shelter is also very interesting because we do get uh, single males and females who, who come into the cold weather shelter. But we have had um, couples who live in their car. Um, there are people in Flagler County who live in their cars. Um, they will come to the cold weather shelter. Uh, and stay with us. Um, we have had families come rarely. I hate to say rarely, but rarely we have had families come, and they get a private location. For, they're not in with the general population um, of the cold weather shelter. They'll get a private room mm-hmm. um, for their family. Um, so we, we have a safe environment with a lot of volunteers. We also have um, the sheriff's deputy is there from 6 to 6, Um just because the area is surrounded by woods on three sides, um, we have a deputy who's outside the building for um, that 12-hour period. And uh, we never, we don't have any problems because people, people who live on the street, are when they come to the shelter, they're cold. They are. They're cold and tired, tired dehydrated, and hungry. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of times they'll come in and eat and mm-hmm. lay down on the cot and they're, Go to they're sleep. out yep. <laughs> for a while. That's right. So um, we... we um, we, we do want to tell people who don't have any heat, you can come to the cold weather shelter and, and have a place for your family if you need it. Um, What's the magic number? The magic number mm-hmm. is 40 degrees or below. And that that is, um, there's only one weather site we use. That's right. And that is noaa.gov or weather.gov for um, determining that. Now, lots of people have different kinds of um, 
uh, weather apps, and they'll tell me, Sue, it was 36 last night. Well, on weather.gov, it said it was 41, and we we are pretty hard and fast that we mm-hmm. open when the forecast is 40 and below. And that would have to be about 48 hours ahead of time. The forecast says uh, 40 degrees or below. We will start the ball rolling and calling volunteers and calling people um, to assist us. We will have um, 20 to maybe more than that. Yes, yeah, not an 20 easy 20 volunteers, 20 volunteers mm-hmm. throughout the night um, to help us. There are um, shifts that are available for people. So they have a two-hour shift. That's fine. You can come for two hours. But our biggest need on the cold weather shelter volunteers is overnighters. The overnighters stay from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., and I cannot do it. Yeah. I will be crazy if I do it. So I need people who will who either stay awake at night or don't sleep well at night can come in, um, rest. You can rest there. Uh, we have two overnighters who stay. One has to be awake. The other one can be dozing, sleeping. Um, so those are your, your teams. We have the teams that serve at the cold weather shelter, right? And, yes. And I have a question that was um, – on the list for you, what do you need? So you need volunteers that would be able to be overnighters for this we, season. That is a, that is a big need. Mm-hmm. I, to tell you the truth, Jeffy, mm-hmm. I have about four. And if we're open two or three nights in a row, which has happened, that's a, that's a pressure on them um, to show up. Yeah. Because they're all volunteers. One, someone once said, why don't you pay people? to be an overnighter and you see we can't really pay you to do this kind of work you you have to have the heart for helping people Mm -hmm. and there's there's no amount of money i mean that i would want to pay someone well i'm working here so i'm working here that's not that's not what we want we want a friendly um compassionate environment um even during the night whatever shows up um So we, we need volunteers who are, have a heart to, to help in that, um, that work, and that's a challenge to find. We, we also have teams, um, feeding teams, and we have breakfast teams and supper teams, mm-hmm. and they're fun. They are groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them are from churches um, who provide a meal. They, they actually cook the meal at home and warm it at uh, the Rock Transformation Center. Church on the Rock, um, they warm the food in, in the kitchen. So uh, those teams are, are friends. They serve maybe two or three or four times on, in, during the winter, depending, depending mm-hmm. on the weather. Now, I want to tell you about last year, because last year we were only open nine nights, and that is the lowest number of nights we've ever been open. Um, so nine nights... We have four or five supper teams. I think some of them only serve once. Yeah. Um, so getting to be a supper team is fun. Breakfast teams are always needed. Breakfast teams show up at 6 a.m. And if you're uh, available for that, we need more breakfast teams than we do supper teams. Do you remember when we the shelter first opened last year? What what I know it was Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. You guys we were, were open, open three, last year. Three nights, yes. Mm-hmm. The 24th, 25th, and 26th. Yeah. Yep. Was that the first time that it had opened no. or previous? It had happened the year before. 
That's the right same on thing. Christmas. That's right. The same thing at Christmas. Yeah. That was that was pretty unique. And you had volunteers were there? We did. Happy we had volunteers. Yeah. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. Um and only 9 days last year. That's interesting though, you know. Uh most but I think the year before that we were open 14 nights, right. a little more in that in the average range for yep. us. Mm-hmm. Um 14. It's hard to know, you know. I mean there's no rhyme or reason. It's it's just being prepared. And, you know, like you had said, knowing and staying consistent with where you get your um, your temperatures, I think, is really important is. because I've been hearing you for years say that. And, and I know that you always get it from the same location using the same app and super consistent with that, which just makes it easy for everyone to understand. It does. Yeah. Um, so let's get the information out there, not just so that if anyone is listening, feels like they want to get involved as a volunteer, they can, but also because anybody that may want to give can too, a, a donation. That's right. That's right? right. Um, so to do that, what's the best way to do that? Cause like you said, every dollar that's given to either the cold weather shelter or to, the Flagler County Family Assist Center goes right back into the organization. Goes right back to the people. Who right are back here. to the people. Yeah, right. that's right. To the people that you're serving. Yes. Yes. So I know I saw on your website there was a button to donate, um, but for information, is the website the best, or should they call or email? Well, I like if people want to volunteer or yeah. find more about volunteering, they should call us. Okay. Because I will be calling them back oh. and saying, "Come and see." Mm-hmm. Like, I really like people to come and see what we do and right. see where you fit in, what, what you can do to help us. Yeah, I was so going to ask about a training us. process, if there was any training that was involved at all. Well, um, we may set up training um, further into the month of December. But we have what we've done right now is train individually people who come and see. So mm-hmm. getting those people to just call us, mm-hmm. um, our phone number is uh, 386-437-3258, and we're at extension 105. Great. So we'll, we'll take volunteers or, or donations that way or through the website um, or write a check to us, and um, we deposit those in the bank. We yeah. Get, we get checks. There you go. And when it comes to donations, um, I know it's a little it, – so it's wonderful. People show up at the shelter, um, I know, on Tuesdays, too, and they want to give so much because this is such a, a, a big cause in a lot of people's hearts. But also on the website, it talks about the items that can be best for the clients that you're serving. So I just wanted to go over that list a little bit just in case anybody that might be listening says, well, I have you know a lot of extra um T-shirts that I'd like to donate. Would that be something that would be good? Or how t-shirts, can it be specific? T-shirts are great. Jeans are always in need. Mm-hmm. Um, jackets, uh, hats, um, gloves. Socks. Socks are good. Uh, we take gently used uh, shoes, um, athletic shoes or, or work boots even that you've replaced. A yeah. Work boot. We'll take belts. I remember belts, belts being a big thing last year. It, it is. Mm-hmm. I have on the list here supply needs um, for emergency food, things that are good for pop-up, um, top cans, non-perishables, drinks like Gatorade, um, powdered milk is something else, flavored water. Yes. There's some other items that are listed, flashlights and batteries of all sizes. 
um, like you had said, backpacks, um, bug spray is something that's listed too. Um, deodorant and um, lip balm, things like that are very yep. specific to the needs for the clients that you're serving. A lot of the clients are dehydrated, yeah. so those kinds of things are, are good. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then um, warm jackets, long johns, um, belts, sturdy shoes, sneakers, work boots, hats, socks, gloves. Socks are always a big one. You know, once your socks get wet, it's your feet are cold all day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what are the expectations for the cold weather shelter now? Um, how do you get the messaging out for when the shelter is going to open? So you have 48 hours in advance and your teams are ready. How do you let the community know? How do you let your clients know? I know some of the clients that you serve are clients that are um, regularly known to need your services. How do you get the messaging out? Well, most of the way we get it out is right here through the radio. Yeah. And um, we, we want people to get that information. We do a, a spot and send it in, and mm-hmm. um, it's on the radio. Um, That's right. It's the, be- it's the best way to, and the word of mouth among the folks. Um, once we, you know, we'll have transportation again this year. Uh, with uh, county buses to pick up people in specific locations around the county as they did last year. and um, That's right. Flagler County uh, Transportation will yes. pick the clients up in specific yeah. locations and bring them to the shelter. Yes, and, and also return them back to the area where they came from mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock the next morning. The bus drivers are really, um, I don't know, they're like special people. Yeah, they're just very kind and compassionate they people. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate that from uh, transportation. Yes, yep, they were wonderful. You're right. Yep. I wanted to ask about the Wednesday dinners that happen at the United Methodist Church in Bunnell. I had been there once or twice and I mean, it's it's wonderful to say that there is the availability of a hot meal for families every Wednesday night. With fellowship, because that's what they do there, mm-hmm. is just it's just amazing and it's such a grace for the county to be able to have the availability of that. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more? Uh, sure. The Soul Cafe Dinner Church is on Wednesday, uh, starting at five o'clock. The uh, the meal is prepared by volunteers. Um, it's uh, a, a community of people who come regularly. And some of these folks are, are just lonely folks who live alone, mm-hmm. and they need to get out and be in the community and sit across from people who can talk with them. So um, it, it's really good. A lot of our Tuesday clients will come for uh, Wednesday dinner. There are other suppers around the county for people to get to, but you have to have transportation to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of a challenge yeah. for that. But um, the, the uh, Soul Cafe has been going strong and um, feeding people on, on Wednesday. It's awesome. Yes. And, you know, when I was there, I even saw um, Flagler County Community Paramedics. Mm-hmm. Um, they were boxing food to take to people that needed it in um, the areas with the clients that they serve. So it's it's even doing a further reach j- just outside of the United Methodist Church. That's that's right. That's yeah. right. And the, the paramedics do pick that up. Yeah. And uh, deliver that. Which is just a wonderful yeah. partnership, too. And I know for the people that run the um, Soul Cafe, I mean, they start cooking at, like, 
early in the morning. It's a big undertaking. Every week they do that. It's just wonderful. Well, you know, Sue, you do so much. You've been helping in so many ways for a long time. Thank you for everything that you do for Flagler County, for the only cold weather shelter that we have available, the only shelter available for anyone who needs it. And I look forward to working with you again this season. Well, thank you, Jaffe. I look forward to working with you, too. It's it's a really it's a privilege to, to do this ministry, to help people, and to meet so many different people. Um, doing it. I love it. Yep. And then you just let us know and we'll, you know, get the information out on the radio when the time comes. Excellent. Yep. Absolutely. This has been another edition of Flagler Health Matters. You can find past episodes of the show at flaglerbroadcasting.com slash podcast. And please give us a like on Facebook. I'm Jaffe Lee with the Florida Department of Health. Have a great weekend. The Florida Department of Health Flagler wants you to know that your Flagler school student is eligible for a no-cost eye exam and no-cost glasses if eligible in partnership with Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program, LLC. This annual no-cost eye exam is offered to every Flagler County school student who qualifies to participate. Parents and guardians of students pre-K through grade 12 can apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org. That is spelled H-E-I-K-E-N. Registration is required. The statewide Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program mission is to ensure that all school-aged children who do not pass their vision screening have access to a comprehensive eye examination, including dilation and glasses if required, to give them the best chance at academic success. These no-cost services are offered statewide. And the Florida Department of Health Flagler, in partnership with Flagler Schools, is proud to bring this program to you. Apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org or call 386-313-7069 for more information. Dear Miami Lighthouse Hiking Children's Vision Program, I am so glad you gave me these glasses. I can see better now. Now I can copy from the board without making any mistakes. I can see very clearly with the glasses. Thank you. Are you looking for a new career that will offer growth, learning, and the ability to help your local community? Look no further than the Florida Department of Health Flagler in Benel. We are hiring. Working for the state of Florida is more than a paycheck. We offer a total compensation package for employees that features a highly competitive set of benefits for qualifying jobs, including annual leave and sick leave, nine paid holidays, state group insurance coverage options, including health, life, dental, and vision, retirement plan options, including employer contributions, tuition waivers, flexible spending accounts, and more. Are you looking for a job in the dental field? We're hiring. Are you looking for a job in the business sector? We're hiring. Our positions start above the current minimum wage. Go to jobs.myflorida.com and search for jobs today using Benel or 32110. Again, that's jobs.myflorida.com and find your Florida Department of Health Flagler job today.